Hello there, I'm Maíla, in Chaguariúna, Brazil. You're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson two for Sunday, I said Sunday, January 8th. The second week already of the new year. Today's title, The Salvation Covenant. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, oh Father, despite the fact that many times we are unfaithful and faithless, you remain faithful. Great is thy faithfulness. And thank you for the covenant and covenants that you have agreed with us including the one that you provided everything for our salvation. Help us now that we study your word to understand your message for us. May we continue to grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you and praise you. Amen. The lesson starts with the following, my friends. The death of Christ on Calvary made salvation possible for every person who has ever lived or who will ever live. Unlike the promise of the seasons, salvation is not unilateral. It is not given to everyone, regardless of what they do. The belief that everyone will be saved is called universalism. Instead, Jesus clearly taught that though he died for all humanity, yes, many people traveled the broad way to destruction, oh Lord, mercy, and eternal death. Oh, Father, let us take a look at Matthew 7, 13, 14. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Thank you, Pastor Celio, for your suggestions and uh, ideas regarding our podcast. And I'm so glad that you're a faithful listener to our Information and Transformation podcast. And my friends, invite your friends also to join us. So Matthew 7, 13, 14. The subtitle is The Narrow and Wide Gates. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Now, we have a question. What do the following texts have to say about how people receive the gift of salvation in Jesus? So, How do people receive the gift of salvation in Jesus? How? How? Open our Bibles to find out. 1 John 5, 13. 1 John 5, 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Matthew 10, 22. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. John 6, 29. Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Yes, Virginia, right, about the pronunciation, yes. Many learners of English as a second language, they have a problem with this verse, this verb to answer, because you have the W there, but the W is mute. Many letters in English are mute in different words, you know, um, and it's a long story about it. But the idea is you have to listen. So Jesus answered. Very good, very good. And 2 Peter 1, 10, 11. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. 
and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Paul understood the bilateral nature of the salvation covenant. Knowing that he was soon to be executed, and in spite of the fact that many of his companions had forsaken him, Paul confidently told his dear friend Timothy that he had upheld his end of the bargain. 2 Timothy 4, 6, 8 reads, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up, laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. And Paul says, I am ready because I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Paul, though, was always very clear that salvation is by faith alone, not by the deeds of the law. And so here he is not somehow looking at his works of achievements as earning him merit with God. The crown of righteousness awaiting him is the righteousness of Jesus, which Paul, by faith, has claimed for himself and has held on to until the, the end of his life. Final question. Though, some, though salvation is an unmerited gift, what's the difference between those who accept the gift and those who don't? What does accepting this gift require that we do? Yeah, very important question, right? Because salvation is extended to everybody, but not everybody will be saved. Why is that? You know the answer, don't you, Paulo? Yes, very good, very good. And by the way, but I thought it, it was interesting that the author of the quarterly added, uh, Paul says in the last paragraph, he said, Paul says, I'm ready because I fought a good fight. But in the Bible, he doesn't say because. He said, uh, that the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. It's, I, I don't, I don't agree with that, that he was ready because he had fought a good fight. It was a daily fight, you know, but he was ready because, uh, as the lesson said, by faith, he trusted that the Lord would supply all his needs. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the promise and the assurance of salvation. Yes, Father, we accept your sacrifice for us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This is Lesson 2 for Sunday, January 8th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook and Instagram, Believes Unesp. Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with Podstar so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. May the Lord bless you on this day.